You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. A fascinating uh, guest that always is popular on this show is none other than herbalist and alternative uh, medicine practitioner, our very own uh, Dr. Yusuf Mahdi. Before I get to him, let me welcome uh, you, the pious sagacious Ummah, with him with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, Yusuf, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, on this beautiful Wednesday evening, subhanallah, it is so beautiful, so uh, so mashallah. Uh, in Cape Town, alhamdulillah, it is summer, so uh, we're still enjoying the hot days and the mosquitoes and everything that is uh, uh, interesting when it comes to summer. But well, if you know some uh, remedies, alhamdulillah, uh, keeps the mosquitoes away. But the heat, well, the best thing is the aircon. Uh, or what? What's your thoughts, Uncle Shafar? Well, I tell you, the mosquito and the aircon will really worry me. I've got this air cooler that works for the water system, you know, and I found that uh, the aircon gives me a lot of uh, fibrositis. But the air cooler, uh, you know, when it gets the with the vapor and all that, uh, you know, it tends to keep the mosquito away. But someone told me to take lime cut it in half and put in cloves, you know, all around. And Mr. Mosquito will go away. And uh, yeah, we I've tried that. I don't know how effective it was. And then uh, someone gave me this uh, mosquito lamp. It's absolutely hopeless, Yusuf. <laughs> hopeless in- I, I was going to tell you now, Uncle Shafat, because uh, you see sometimes the, the air cooler can be used as a humidifier and it can also be used as a, um, a deterrent, uh, especially for uh, mosquitoes. Then the best thing to use in there is a eucalyptus, uh, eucalyptus oil. Uh, you, you would actually throw a few, of, few drops of eucalyptus. Uh, you can make it a bit stronger, um, add some lemon um, uh, and some peppermint to it. Um, just then talking about the oils. Um, and then you will see literally uh, uh, mosquitoes uh, thinning out and it works well. Alhamdulillah. So that is in the air cooler. And although I've got this air con here and, you know, I've noticed over the years, uh, if I have to put it on, I have to put a big jars on, you know, just to see that my shoulder won't get effective. And the same in the studio. I always tell my engineers, hey, please uh, put it off. I say, Uncle Shaf, it's so hot. I said, put it off. It's affecting me. Uh, how do you handle, how are you uh, air con compliant, uh, Yusuf? Alhamdulillah, Uncle Shafat, Econ, uh, for, for all the years I've been uh, in studio, Econ uh, was never a problem. Alhamdulillah, Bikudatillah. Uh, for you, I would recommend a, a sinus um, uh, uh, cleanse where um, you flush out your sinus. Uh, because uh, uh, as you're describing what is happening, uh, it's very much, uh, it's uh, the stuffiness you will feel afterwards in your head, the concentration. So um, there's many times that uh, you have excess fluid inside your paranasal cavity. So just uh, flushing it out uh, like you would do with Udu, but uh, more um, uh, uh, sinus cleanse. Um, uh, that is now, a, 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 I would say, the in thing at the moment. Uh, you hear a lot of people doing it, and they've got various different products that will be able to assist with that. It gets a, a, a lot of the phlegm that's uh, in your paranasal area. Once it clears up, uh, you feel much uh, much more better, and especially for you that have a problem with uh, uh, with the aircon, uh, you will see if you clean out that uh, paranasal area, then uh, the fluid uh, wouldn't be such an issue with you, uh, especially with uh, the fogginess or 
you feel funny uh, uh, in the air with, with aircon. So uh, that's just a suggestion for you. Yeah, Yusuf, it's it's not much my nose or the nasal cavity. I'm talking about my shoulders. They get affected. I mean, they always uh, uh, compromised when the aircon is on. Uh, that, well, that is affecting me. So, 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 so what? Uh, that's why I put a jars on, or I put I cover my neck so that I don't get that uh, you know that uh, shoulder pains. What? Uh, okay, so what you suggest so you Yusuf? So you're saying there's a draft. Now, with a draft, um, uh, usually uh, uh, when you have a draft, or uh, uh, in Afrikaans, they say it's a trek gekry. Now, uh, that is uh, in Cape Town, what we would usually do, or uh, I'm talking about old school, is use um, uh, egg um, and, uh, and, lit, uh, and newspapers. Uh, you've uh, put the newspaper on your back and then you use the, uh, a boiled egg in raw linseed oil, uh, uh, boil it, I mean, not boil, sorry, fried in raw linseed oil. It makes the egg into a, 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 like a piece of rubber. But now that heat, when you apply to your back, it pulls out that inflammation that you are getting. Now that trick but, uh, that you are getting, the draft that is pulling, uh, if you, you need to uh, draw it out. If you don't get, if you don't draw it out, it will always be there. So it's, uh, it's something that will become permanent. That's why you have that issue now. So you need to draw it out. Now the only way to draw that inflammation out is uh, old school method, and it works like a bomb. So what you have to do is you take uh, um, two uh, two eggs, um, take um, raw linseed oil. That's the oil that they use to treat uh, wood with. Um, you find it at the hardware. And then uh, you uh, uh, fry the egg uh, on both sides in the oil. So what the oil does, it makes the, uh, the, the egg into rubber. But now uh, then you apply first newspapers on your back and then uh, uh, make, ensure that all the oil is drained from the egg before applying it. Leave it on and then close it up and uh, uh, especially around your neck, uh, around your, um, uh, on your shoulders you will see it draws out. Now, that same in tre uh, treatment is for people who are suffering from pleurisy, uh, pneumonia, um, especially in the back. Uh, it draws it out very well. And alhamdulillah, it's worked like a bomb for many years. Alhamdulillah. Absolutely brilliant, uh, Yusuf. Uh, that's where, you know, you come to the fore. And alhamdulillah, many of our listeners uh, really enjoy you. And th then you find, uh, you know, people going out and suddenly there's a light drizzle or the rain gets onto the back and, you know, they get into the homes. I many have complained to me and they said, you know, oh, what severe pain. I said, oh, wow, how, how? How did you get this pain? No, I walked into the rain and no, my car was parked into my garage and well, I went into the house from the garage to the house and in that few minutes, the rain got onto me and uh, uh, the, uh, this is how I got the pain. What do you suggest then? You know, people sometimes get caught in the rain, they get wet uh, and, you know, maybe they uh, don't change in a hurry, but they uh, suffer from pains. What should they do after, you know, being caught in the rain, you're running into the house, should you have a hot bath then, uh, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, um, you see that is again draft. That's again inflammation that they are um, they're getting in uh, in the back. And uh, external inflammation and caused by inflammation is only way to get it out is through extraction, uh, like the method I just told you. That's number one. Another method is uh, using um, uh, cabbage leaves. Uh, you boil the cabbage leaves uh, and then you rub the the back out with uh, um, eucalyptus. Um, uh, you can also add a little bit of uh, 
uh, you're looking at uh, three different type of ointments that you can use. One is uh, Puma Balm, other one is Deep Heat, other one is Arnica Oil. So you mix uh, each one equal parts. So if it's 100 ml, all of them 100 ml. You mix, uh, you mix them well, and then you rub out the back. Um, you ask somebody to rub it out, and then you take the um, uh, cabbage leaf, uh, boil the cabbage leaf first. As soon as it's finished, boil, and then you, uh, then you use a rolling pin, and you roll it out, and you apply that to the back. But first put newspaper. Uh, over the uh, the ointment that you just rubbed on, and then you use the the the, the cabbage leaf, um, and you and you apply it straight over the back. That also draws out a lot of inflammation. Now that uh, um, uh, uh, recipe of the ointments, uh, that's uh, especially for people suffering from uh, uh, arthritis, osteoarthritis, uh, knee joints, or um, elbow pains, or back pains, or uh, a cold shoulder. It works like a bomb. They will uh, they will thank me later, inshallah. I mean, but that works very well. So you need to rub out the the area of discomfort. Rub it out well, meaning that you must rub till the ointment is dry on the skin. That means you've uh, rubbed the the, uh, the ointment into the uh, into your into the muscle. If you're just going to uh, rub and uh, just leave the moisture on top, it means it didn't penetrate deep down. You need to uh, uh, rub it till it uh, reaches the bone, as you would say. So once you do a, a very good rub, then you uh, close it up with a newspaper and uh, the lettuce, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, with a cabbage leaf, and then uh, uh, cover that again, and uh, uh, you can close it with a bandage and leave it on overnight. And literally the next day you will feel um, 100% better, inshallah. Uh, that's absolutely brilliant indeed. And then I was thinking, you know, when you had your frozen shoulder, you called it cold shoulder and so forth, you had to go to a doctor and he'd look at you and say, hey, I'm going to give you a big injection, Yusuf. It's going to be painful. And then he knocks you with that injection and, you know, you get relief. So that is what they, they are they pumping you with the steroids then, uh, Yusuf? Most definitely, Uncle Shafat. No, it's uh, uh, um, it is steroids, but uh, it's mostly antibiotics or anti-inflammatories they knock you out with. Now, um, uh, it's, uh, but when it is like severe, um, when you have uh, severe degenerative bone disease, uh, which is arthritis, but more to the sign of uh, uh, osteoarthritis or um, rheumatoid arthritis, that's when uh, they tell you, look, last result, just let's give you the bomb. Uh, the bomb works, but the thing is, it, it, uh, uh, too much of it, uh, it affects uh, the organs. Uh, one main organ is your liver and your kidneys that will be compromised with too much of that. So um, look at alternatives. The alternative, uh, rub it out, um, ask somebody to uh, do a deep, uh, a deep rub um, so that you can uh, really feel, okay, it's burning. Alternatively, there are Chinese plasters, or there is uh, those uh, sports plasters that they uh, that you can apply to to the area. You do also have uh, CBD oil um, uh, 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 ointments that also does excellent uh, work. Alhamdulillah. So that's mixed with uh, glycerine and. Um, uh, and CBD oil, and uh, that also does. It's also alternative that helps really. 
Um, I would recommend um, another uh, uh, mixture that I recommend to many of my clients, especially those who are with cancer and um, uh, suffering in severe pain. Uh, that is now a complete, um, uh, how can I say, organic uh, bomb. Now, that is like your ginger, your garlic, your, um, mixing on with kalunji, uh, had some uh, um, uh, uh, the olive oil, uh, castor oil. Um, so it's, uh, uh, the, I mean, it's a very good rub down. And when you use that, subhanAllah, you feel so so much better. And they can use it on children, especially the kids that are uh, having a colic or uh, being stiff, um, having problems where they are, you know, they, uh, how can I say, they pulling stuff or have uh, uh, um, some kind of draft that uh, that hits them, uh, rub them out with that ointment, subhanAllah, they feel so much better and great after that, inshallah. Uncle Shafat? Now, Yusuf, you know, we talk about pain and a lot of people complain to us. They know you and I, we do medical shows and, you know, some of the most excruciating pain. I mean, people come up to me and say, you know what, I get this most severe eye pain and I just can't sleep. And the only time it uh, comes or ebbs out is in the morning and then I can sleep. And others will say, you know, they have a excruciating earache and a toothache. Uh, these types of pain, how do you deal uh, deal with it in your, you know, holistically as an herbalist? How would you, uh, you know, these three different types of pain, the eye ache, uh, the ear ache and the toothache? How do you deal with that, uh, Yusuf? Well, Uncle Shafat, I make a special water. It's called saffron water. Now, the saffron water with cannabis that I make, um, uh, once brewed with the teas, um, I would recommend uh, clients to be using that. Uh, one, uh, uh, it's either an eye drop or as an ear drop or for um, flushing out the paranasal area with. Uh, but I do recommend highly to consume it because it helps with all types of inflammation. Now, with eyes, you're looking at uveitis. Now, um, if you are using the, the, the water, it needs to be warm, uh, not hot, must be warm. Uh, use a one mole or a two mole syringe, and then you're going to irrigate the eye. Now, the same treatment, I've also had very, uh, a very good success with uh, uh, clients with glaucoma, uh, uh, clients with even with cataract, using that saffron herbal water, with uh, uh, with cannabis now in that uh, uh, water that I make is over 35 different herbs. Now uh, once boiled uh, uh, with a brood with the the rooibos tea, it becomes a how can I say uh, extremely good antibiotic, anti-inflammatory that helps with all types of inflammation, skin inflammation, eye inflammation, uh, uh, ear, ear ear inflammation or earache. Um, so using it um, while warm, it has extremely good properties and ex- extremely beneficial. So uh, when you're focusing on uh, eye, ears, nose, now besides that, and more. Now the and more is the different types of inf- inflammation that you might uh, might get in on the skin um, uh, from uh, um, uh, cellulitis uh, right up to uh, the other inflammation which uh, uh, we, uh, we uh, that many uh, of our listeners are suffering from eczema and psoriasis. Now those are also inflammations. Now my, uh, alhamdulillah, the success I had with uh, my water. Uh, is that it only works as a antibiotic, uh, organic antibiotic. So you, you you can use it as long as you feel, but it's not healing. 
Now, the one thing that needs to be done is then use it in conjunction with my other treatments to help heal that area that's damaged. Because we must, uh, 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 our listeners must understand when our body starts building up inflammation, it's because the body's trying to protect itself from a threat or um, uh, area of trauma or damage that there is. So the body then protects it through inflammation. But that inflammation, if it doesn't, uh, it's supposed to be acute only for a specific time, uh, three days, five days max. Uh, if it's longer and it becomes chronic, now you start suffering from that inflammation because the inflammation is troubling you no more just the pain or the discomfort of the area that there's trauma. So the area that is trauma is still the issue. But now you've developed um, uh, severe chronic inflammation in that area. So now that chronic inflammation is uh, uh, becomes your, how can I say, uh, 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 the uh, 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 what's the right word to use there now? But uh, it becomes the the illness that you are suffering from. It's not the, the damage that uh, that is the problem any longer, but the inflammation. So uh, we have to treat the inflammation. Now, that's what I do with my saffron water. And alhamdulillah, it's uh, really worked uh, uh, miracles. Alhamdulillah, I say shukur for Allah for that. Kushafan. Now, Yusuf, you know, a brilliant point indeed. And I really like your alternative medicine. That there's no side effects and so forth. But uh, the reality of pain, uh, pain comes through because there's a lack of uh, blood flow or lack of or oxygen going towards uh, that part of the body. And uh, could that also indicate, uh, hey, you have a weak heart, uh, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, when it comes to uh, circulation, right, it's either due to a blockage or, um, uh, or um, a, a, a eruption, uh, where you either have a, a thrombotic episode where there's clotting, or you have a problem where there is a, a buildup of uh, calcification, which call, they call arterial sclerosis. Now, arterial sclerosis, it happens near the heart. You have a high risk of heart attack or stroke, uh, depending on where it happens, if it's inside the heart or uh, uh, going from the heart to the brain. So it depends where that uh, blockage actually happens. Now, other thrombotic episodes is like DVT that's in your legs. That's when you're having a problem with um, uh, peripheral arterial disease. And peripheral arterial disease is mostly to do with the uh, uh, clients in patients with cholesterol and diabetes, but uh, specifically more to diabetes because um, that's a, the, they're always talking about cramps, they're talking about pains in their legs, their legs are aching. Now, especially if you're taking that with a certain medication, it causes it even to flare up worse. So, alhamdulillah, I've been treating clients with that kind of condition and with uh, great success, alhamdulillah, Kushafa. Speak to me. Yes, sir, Yusuf, as you said, that you're treating many and, uh, you know, you look at the age and uh, the age factor. But uh, nowadays you find that uh, many middle-aged people, they say, you know what, I'm just twisting my ankles. Wherever I'm walking, my ankles are twisting. What is the reason for that? Perhaps it could be the overweight or is it the ankles give up? Uh, I don't know why they're giving up, uh, uh, you know, and uh, so many people are succumbing to twisted ankles, uh, Yusuf. 
Uncle Shafan, there's uh, different conditions that causes uh, um, you to lose uh, that kind of balance. Um, uh, as you mentioned, obesity is one of them. Um, being overweight, um, uh, the, your body cannot handle the weight. And also when you have brittle bone. Um, so it depends on uh, uh, you have like uh, uh, clients with osteoporosis uh, that's close to uh, brittle bones is where we uh, your uh, uh, areas or bones uh, fractures very quickly and easily but uh, that is like rare cases so it's more to do with obesity when your body um, cannot handle uh, the weight or your your, uh, your structure of your body is designed for a certain uh, weight category and when you are over uh, when you're overweight your body cannot handle it so you have uh, uh, patients that can um, easily bruise and easily break a bone because of that so it's very important to exercise and be healthy all the time inshallah i mean uncle shafat uh, yes, uh, Yusuf, uh, we've just come through a silly season and uh, most of us did indulge. I don't know how many bulged, uh, but, uh, you know, what are some of the after effects of, uh, or, you know, having gone through this type of uh, uh, eating binge and uh, not watching your diet? How does that impact on, on one's physiology, uh, Yusuf? And you're a spiritual man and also on one's spirituality, Yusuf. I mean, Uncle Shafat, yes, subhanAllah. Um, uh, I know it was, as you mentioned, a silly season. So we are having silly diets uh, and compromising. Uh, okay, uh, there's no uh, there's no proper food in this area. I've gone on holiday, so I'll eat whatever there is and I'll just eat on uh, takeaways all the time. Come home, nice thing. But, whoa, I picked about uh, a few centimeters around the waist and uh, my legs look a bit fatter than normal. Uh, I'm, I don't feel so great anymore. Um, but you know what? Alhamdulillah, Ramadan is coming to rescue you, Alhamdulillah. But um, besides that, you're looking at uh, passive fasting, or um, uh, it works wonders, Alhamdulillah. Uh, that is something that is available to us as Muslims. And we say Alhamdulillah for Allah for allowing us uh, and looking at uh, this generosity of uh, um, fasting. And only the West is only realizing now how awesome fasting is and how it helps the body um, uh, uh, overcome many of the discomforts and disabilities that we, we might have. So maybe a, a two or three day fast in the week, perfect for, for those who have uh, indulged too much. Uh, they'll see uh, excellent results. And don't forget exercise. Don't become couch potatoes, exercise. Exercise is very important. Uncle Shafat? Well, uh, the questions are coming through on the screen, yeah, and uh, Brother Nazir Gur says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan. I really enjoy your guest and the show. Yusuf Mali is also giving us uh, food for thought. The age-old question, uh, Brother Shafat, is uh, how much of water to drink? The other day, I remember a doctor telling me, don't overdrink, you'll drown yourself. Can uh, Brother Yusuf Mali... <laughs> Give us his uh, verdict. Uh, Yusuf, that's a, uh, uh, that's a very interesting question, eh? Well, Uncle Shafat, if you have a medical condition that tells you you can't drink too much, then yes, I agree. But uh, uh, you can't, over, uh, um, unless you are drowning, uh, that's a different case. But uh, uh, drowning in water on land, subhanAllah, that's a bit difficult because, alhamdulillah, 
our body is designed to get rid of excess water. And uh, drinking enough water, eight glasses and more, uh, is very good for the system because you're getting rid of a lot of the diseases that's in your system. We do know that 70% of our body is made out of water. But now that water is contaminated water because it contains all the different kind of elements that we consume and uh, smell and uh, that's found in the atmosphere or environment. So that uh, uh, becomes part of that 70%. Now, when you uh, drink fresh, clean, healthy water, I'm not talking about uh, sewage water that we have in our taps. I'm talking about drinking spring water, uh, wonderful water. I'm not talking about bottled water that uh, uh, that comes from the taps, no, or filtered water, no. I'm talking about spring water. There's a big difference between spring water and water that is filtered or osmosis water or water that has been chemically treated, it loses its value. It doesn't have the active phytonutrients that your body needs and electrolytes your body needs that you find in spring water. So it's very important to look for spring water and only consume spring water because when you do, you activate all the enzymes in your system. You make your body uh, uh, more active to clean out the free radicals and clean out the, all the toxins and dirt out, out of your body. Now, the, we are looking at that 70%, that 70% of your water uh, that, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is filled with toxicity. So that toxicity must come out of your body. Now, once that toxicity stays and we do not uh, um, clean out the toxicity, it becomes a problem. And that's where we become unhealthy. We have, we build, uh, we have uh, various different kinds of diseases, disorders, and even become cancerous because we don't drink enough water. So water is very important. The type of water is very important. And how to drink the water is also very important. Don't drink cold water. Drink um, heated water. I don't even recommend um, uh, uh, room temperature water. I would recommend uh, uh, body temperature water. You must see there's a reason why uh, when we consume tea or coffee, we feel oh, we feel much better because uh, or we feel good. Why? Because our body wasn't taxed. Once we drink cold water or room temperature water, our body, our heart, and our core is taxed because we have to heat up that water to reach our 37 degrees, which is our our body's temperature. So if our body's temperature isn't maintained, we are taxing the body. We're taxing the heart. So now the heart has to work a little bit hard, a little bit more, a little bit uh, uh, more intense because it needs to heat up that water. So drinking spring water warm excellent you get rid of a lot of dirt get get rid of a lot of muck now for example when uh, uh, i spoke earlier about arterial sclerosis or narrowing of the arteries these are to do with uh, 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 cholesterol or uh, ldl cholesterol that is still floating in the system uh, in your body so it looks for an area that is cooler or cold and then it calcifies and becomes hard so when you're drinking warm water you're drinking heated water um, uh, what it does it uh, liquidizes those uh, uh, cholesterol um, pockets uh, the blood uh, fats so it doesn't allow it to rest it uh, it allows it to be flushed out 
So very important, drink warm, uh, or drink warm water, drink more than eight cups uh, for the day. Uh, drink it as much as possible because in Ramadan, you can't do that. So do that now before Ramadan so that you can have an awesome Ramadan, inshallah. I mean, Uncle Shafat. Inshallah, and uh, Fozi Masi says, Assalamu alaikum, Shafat Ba and uh, Yusuf Mali. I have a very argumentative uh, grandson, always drinking cold water and ice water. And he says, uh, don't worry, it is uh, it is normal. It won't harm me. But uh, mashallah, he's healthy. But can this cold water have a dye effect of him on him as he gets uh, much older? Uh, how you respond to that, uh, Yusuf? Yes, Uncle Shafat. I think I just answered that now a few seconds. I hope they weren't listening. But just for them to just recap, anything cold causes um, uh, how can I say, constriction. Now, constriction is either uh, through um, your bloodstream, you cause constriction, or through the tummy or through the bowels. So uh, uh, drinking too much cold will constrict. Drinking warm will dilate, will open up will improve circulation. So cold is not good, but even though we feel great because, wow, it's a hot day, you wanna drink some cold water so it can feel a bit uh, cooler. Well, it does, uh, it does have an effect, but it is not healthy because at the end of the day, we are causing all the food that we are consuming that is uh, either very oily food, if we're having our curries or having uh, um, uh, different kinds of luxuries like your pies and your samosas, you're drinking cold water with it. What happens, it, it solidifies and becomes a f- uh, immediately uh, clots. And those clots can uh, be very dangerous to the body and to you, which can lead to heart attack or stroke. So very importantly that you try and steer away from cold and drink warm as possible. Uncle Shafan? Yeah, Jazakallah for that, uh, Yusuf, uh, making a shawlance, a doubly show on the show. And uh, that's what I like, a uh, big thorough. And yes, you can ask a question 10 different ways. Uh, Yusuf will still give you an answer to satisfy you. Uh, this is uh, a message here from uh, Brother Dawood. He says, Assalamualaikum, uh, Yusuf. I'm in my late 50s. I do a lot of walking. Now and then I get a little paranoid when I feel a tinge of pain coming on my left hand. And I don't know, maybe I carried something, but I always have this fear, heart attack, heart attack. Please, uh, Yusuf Mahdi, advise me and give me some sukoon uh, this evening. Yusuf, how you uh, respond to Dawood there? Well, subhanAllah, if it's on the left-hand side, it's not a good sign. That means you need to see your practitioner as soon as possible. Uh, speak to your doctor. Tell them what is happening, um, if, especially if there's pains um, and can lead even to numbness in the left hand. That's not a good sign. What you should always have is uh, cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper helps with uh, um, with blood flow and it uh, helps uh, especially with those uh, clients and patients with heart disease. So always keep um, uh, cayenne pepper uh, uh, at your disposal. I would recommend a half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, um, maybe inside a capsule or have it inside a plastic. And uh, just when you have that feeling, uh, consume that uh, cayenne pepper. Uh, it's very good, inshallah. I mean, may Allah grant him easy, inshallah. I mean, Uncle Shafat. I mean, uh, Yusuf, and uh, mashallah, a message from Umar. He said, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Yusuf. You got us all uh, glued uh, this evening. I already like to know uh, when uh, we get a uh, migraine, is it a, a psychological pain 
or is it the pain that is brought from within the body or within the guts? Yusuf, uh, that's a probing question. Hey, some guys may psych themselves, now the pain's coming, and you just go into a pain mode. (laughs) What's your thoughts? Well, Uncle Shafat, it is a big problem because uh, what's happening is oxygen uh, deprivation that is happening in the brain because of lack of low uh, or should I say uh, weak circulation to the uh, to the brain. Um, that can deteriorate further and can even have an aneurysm. Therefore, it's very important that you do something immediately about it. You must not stay and say, I'll stick it out. Um, uh, 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 headaches, migraines can lead to become something even more severe and more dangerous consult with your doctor speak to your doctor tell them look here this is my condition advice tell me what should i do Uh, my advice well uh, very easy Uh, hot cloth um, keep a hot cloth uh, available or uh, keep it uh, near hand uh, especially when you're having that kind of sensation we need to just improve uh, or dilate the the um, uh, artery so that it can have a better blood flow to the brain so uh, hot uh, uh, or warm cloth in the nape of the neck uh, keep it in the nape of the neck uh, for at least um, uh, let's say uh, 15 minutes and you can change it uh, uh, every time as long as you have that migraine. Uh, then you put one uh, under the uh, uh, nape of the neck and the, a cold one on the forehead. So cold on the forehead and uh, in the nape of the neck that you're going to be a cold, um, I mean a hot uh, 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 or warm cloth. Uh, you will see, alhamdulillah, it shouldn't last longer than two minutes. Uh, you'll feel much more better after that, inshallah. Uh, alternatively, I do recommend um, uh, there is different uh, uh, alternatives that you can use. Uh, like, for example, uh, a paste that you have to mix on uh, that will be with cayenne pepper because, as I mentioned, cayenne pepper do help with uh, blood flow. Um, it has it has a very uh, therapeutic effect on your blood, so it helps with the blood circulation. So having cayenne pepper with some ginger and garlic, mix it on and put that under the tongue. Uh, you will see a very good difference uh, just doing that, inshallah. I mean, but I do recommend first uh, just using uh, the the cloths, uh, hot and cold, one on the forehead, one on the one in the nape of the neck. You will see uh, uh, wonderful results, Uncle Shafan. Uh, anonymous brother says, Assalamualaikum. I'm in my 60s and I am uh, always uh, succumbing to constipation. I speak to my friends who are also in my age. They all have the same problems. We eat a lot of prunes, we drink a lot of water, but is this normal in our age? Uh, Yusuf, how you respond to Anonymous Day? Yes, Uncle Shafat, that's where we come back to that, uh, where we started off when saying drinking enough water. When uh, we don't consume enough water, we cause that uh, block up. And uh, especially when they see that where their bowels is much more, how can I say, um, this uh, is uh, not liquid. Um, their bowels is very uh, heavy or um, uh, very sick. Uh, they will see that they, they struggle when they go for bowel uh, to, to relieve themselves. Uh, once you know that 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 uh, that's a sign of not enough water and not consuming enough water, um, I do recommend water over coffee uh, over uh, any other beverage. Water is always the best. Um, you can, uh, if you're looking at a tea, uh, rooibos tea, uh, maybe a rooibos tea with senna. 
uh, sienna leaf. You can add some sienna leaves to the to the water. Uh, I, there's another recipe that I do recommend, especially for those who are struggling with bowels, will be uh, grapefruit, sienna leaf, um, lemon. Um, uh, you're going to use a whole a grapefruit, a whole lemon. Now you're going to use uh, a sienna leaf powder. You're going to add that to that. Uh, uh, in the mixture, in a blender, blend it, and then you will consume a prox- like a tot um, at least five times for the day. What that will do, it will loosen the bowels. It will literally help improve the bowel, uh, 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 or should I say uh, um, bowel movement. So it makes it much more easier. And as I said earlier, drink more water and exercise. Now, then you have, again, the client is saying, but now I'm having piles and it's, I'm struggling now. Well, you need to uh, rub around the area of exit that you need to massage um, so that, uh, bow of the, that you do not suffer or struggle. But using that uh, recipe that I, uh, I gave you now, they need to consume that warm five times a day and when you're on the uh, on the uh, 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 in the bathroom, you need to massage your your stomach and ensure that uh, uh, to assist the peristaltic movement in your tummy because maybe your muscles is not uh, you're overweight and uh, you're struggling because of your weight. Your muscles isn't doing uh, the work that it usually does to help with movement of the bowels. So you need to assist your system. So you need to make circular uh, um, uh, uh, massages on ear. Uh, either side of your tummy and then uh, from the from the sternum from the chest or should i say from your rib cage you press down to your groin and that will help relieve the and help assist with the with the bowel movement especially especially those who are a bit obese or have struggling with the bowel movement uncle shifa you know, Yusuf, uh, you're making a lot of sense uh, this evening, and uh, mashallah, a lot of questions coming through. And I'm just, uh, you know, listening. I can hear one brother telling me, but, uh, you know, Yusuf talks uh, very eloquently about the peristalsis movement and drinking extra water. But he's an elderly gentleman, and, you know, okay, he drinks a lot of water, but when he goes to bed, then the bed becomes a water bed. What happens then, Yusuf? <laughs> <laughs> Well, subhanAllah, then he must wear a nappy, unfortunately. But Uncle Shafat, um, uh, what, what, he, what um, uh, uh, many of us are guilty of is that we go to bed with a glass of water, which is wrong. Uh, the last time we must drink water will be before supper or supper will be your last. So at five o'clock or seven o'clock for the latest, you're going to consume water. After that, no water till the next morning because you uh, uh, you will literally wake up at night because you uh, that glass of water that you just drank before going to sleep. You need, your body has processed it. It needs to come out. So you're going to either dream that you are doing a bedwetting or you're going to be literally soaking in your bedwetting. But it's very important that um, you ensure that you consume water long before going to sleep and so that you can have a good night's rest so that you can first go urinate uh, before you uh, get into bed and then you know you are your 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 blood is clear you are fine and you can have a good night's rest that's very important uncle shavan you know yusuf uh, earlier on you spoke about the peristalsis the movement and massaging uh, the belly to get your you know your stool loose and all uh, certain individuals you know they go into the mode of pushing 
And it can be hemorrhage. I mean, maybe internally or in the brain also, because they are really uh, causing a lot of stress to the body and to the brain. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Yusuf? Yes, Uncle Shafa, that is uh, uh, that when they uh, start uh, having a problem with the hemorrhoids. Now, hemorrhoids is when uh, they are pushing too much and uh, they are hemorrhaging, um, especially during bowel, uh, during the bowel movement. And then you have your um, ha- hemorrhoids that will actually fall out. And that is very, very painful. And uh, subhanAllah, I've treated quite a few clients with that. Um, with that case, in alhamdulillah, they're doing much better. Um, you must realize that uh, when you go to toilet, don't press too hard. You must actually help your body. So how you help is through the uh, the massaging of the belly, uh, massaging till the, the you you feel that the, your 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 tummy is loose. Make sure that you don't have a stiff tummy. You have a lot of individuals that have tummy is rock hard. It's not a, um, a six pack, but literally a one pack that is uh, uh, as hard as a rock. That is wrong. You shouldn't have a tummy like that. You, your tummy needs to be uh, manageable and pliable with movement and with, uh, uh, especially with massaging. So self-massage is very important. And do that while on the bo- uh, while you, while in the bathroom, so that you can uh, improve. Um, how can I say uh, bowel movement and improve uh, uh, that there is a proper uh, muscle movement in the uh, in your mus- uh, in your tummy. And once you do, once you start doing that and you do it well, alhamdulillah, um, do that for uh, maybe a few months. It can even be for a year. Doing that every time you go to the bathroom, automatically your body starts, uh, your your muscles starts taking over. We call that me- uh, muscle memory. So your muscle starts taking over because it's used to that massaging, used to that kind of movement, and now it becomes much more easier. But very importantly, the food that you consume, make sure that you drink it with some water, warm water, not cold water. That, uh, that's what uh, cold water does. It makes the tummy hard as a rock. Cold, warm water will actually uh, uh, make the, the, the tummy much more, how can I, sol- uh, more soluble and much more pliable so that when, you, uh, when you're massaging the tummy, it becomes easy, especially when you go to toilet. So method of eating, method of uh, consu- uh, what you're consuming, Exercise is very important. Exercise, uh, especially stretching. When you wake up in the morning, they always used to say, no, don't stretch like that. Don't. No, stretching is very important. Stretching is more important than um, exercise because you're allowing that um, uh, uh, muscle uh, to, uh, 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 how can I say, be stretched and you get rid of the buildup of uric acid that's inside the muscles. So when you do those stretching and then you do the exercising and then you do the stretching again afterwards, you see, you'll feel you you feel great afterwards because you have freed the muscle. The muscle is now able to expand and contract the way it should and how it must. But if you are only exercising and no stretching, you are oh, you are building up acid inside that muscle that over time becomes a problem. And that's where you have many people have gout and many, many people have uh, severe um, buildup. And it can be, how can I say, uh, uh, impact your mobility. Uh, you have people with hunchback, people with uh, uh, severe, um, uh, how can I say, uh, awkward walk um, syndrome. There's a lot of things that can happen because of 
lack of stretching. Stretching is very, very important. So when you wake up in the morning, Alhamdulillah, and then you stretch and say, Oh, shukr, ya Allah, for allowing me to sleep and now to be awake for the world. You wake up and do some uh, <clears throat> quick uh, cardiovascular exercises, then you know, I'm ready. I'm, uh, it's time for subuh, uh, it's time for, for fajr. Let me get up and, and do all. Before that, I'm ready now to do my tahajjud. First my tahajjud, I finish that. That's also an exercise. We must understand the salah is um, a dua that we're making to Allah and we're asking Allah for assistance. And that dua that we are making uh, is to help and uh, exercise the body so we can get the best out of the body and the best uh, uh, opportunities that the body can give us. So it's very important to do your exercises, but do stretching. Very, very important. Uncle Shafat. You know, absolutely brilliant. And I was quite fascinated uh, with the, how you spoke about stretching. You know, you get up and you stretch properly and so forth, uh, warming your body up. And, uh, you know, people say, hey, why must I stretch? I got my sketches. I mean, <laughs> you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people say, hey, you know, they got the gear there. I got my treadmill and all that. And, uh, you know, they feel, hey, I'm OK with this. But they don't even know how to use it uh, properly. Talk to me about that uh, syndrome. You know, he said, "All right, I bought all the equipment, and uh, you know, in his mind, if he's like, I'm, you know, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm up to speed." But he's not using it properly. Talk to us about that, Yusuf. Uncle Shafat, a very good question because today we see a lot of health fanatics um, dying soon and dying earlier than what they sh- uh, than or, uh, than expected, or having uh, severe complications, or having heart attacks, or having a stroke, uh, even though they are supposed to be healthy or they um, exercise holics. Uh, now, when you are exercise holic, um, you have you are putting a lot of stress on the body. The body isn't designed uh, to uh, what's the name uh, to be in constant uh, exercise mode. You must have time for rest. You must uh, the uh, uh, extremism is very bad for the body. And uh, extremists, uh, in the, the way you consume, what you drink, what you eat, um, uh, the activities that you do. Anything in extreme is not good for the body. You need to give, allow the body to rest. That's why we must sleep. If we're not sleeping, we um, uh, that extreme uh, 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 that extremism can lead to death. Because uh, if you are awake for more than 260 hours, you can die. Um, you have uh, um, if you are exercising too much. Your heart will give up. You can die. Uh, if you're um, so uh, a very important that you need to have a schedule. If you have a proper schedule, alhamdulillah, every second day I exercise. Uh, then you build up muscle. If I exercise every day, I become lean and thin. So there's differences uh, in what you want to achieve. If you're a thin person and you want to build up muscle, you do every second day exercises. If you're a, a fat person and you want to lose muscle, you do everyday exercises, but only 30 minutes of exercise per day. Don't go over that because now you are taxing the body. And you don't want to tax the body. You want to actually help the body relieve from either obesity or being overweight. So drinking and consuming enough liquid before and after 
exercise is very important if you want to lose weight because drinking the water warm and after you've just done the exercise, excellent because now you're getting rid of the excess fat that is built up through the system. So you'll see that you will go much more easy and better to toilet. Um, you do have individuals that do a two-hour, three-hour, uh, one-time stretch every day. Uh, 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 that's taxing. Um, your body isn't designed for that. So your heart, and uh, now you have either you have complications because you have weak circulation or you have inflammation uh, around the heart or around the, the lungs that is causing you to have difficulty. And that difficulty spreads, and that spread, uh, that spread can be dangerous to your health. So very important, ensure before exercising, speak to your, um, or doing heavy exercises, speak to your practitioner, speak to your doctor. Look, I would like to do, um, uh, I'm, I'm training now for the marathon. I want to do the two oceans or I want to do the Comrades Marathon. Um, can I, uh, I, I, for the next six months or for the next eight months, I'm going to go through a heavy, heavy uh, exercise. The practitioner will tell you, no, you must take it gradually. You, you must not tax your body from day one. By the time you reach the marathon, you have a burnout. You, your body can't anymore. You tax your body too much. So be, to prevent burnout, you need to slowly uh, build your system. Um, exercise, water, exercise, water, electrolytes. Um, ensure that you have enough electrolytes so the body can then start flushing out all the toxins and dirt and your body starts becoming healthier. But if you're going to be, uh, you've got a treadmill and you're going to be doing now um, uh, two hours on the treadmill, um, you're going to have stiff muscles, you're going to, and now you do it uh, only uh, once a week, um, you're going to be in pain uh, for the rest of the week until you do it again. So it's very important how to, to listen to your body and understand what your body and talk to your body and understand what your body's speaking to you and saying, look, yeah, I can't. Um, don't force me. It doesn't mean there is pain. They always used to say, you feel the pain, you know you, you're going to gain. No, it doesn't work like that. Um, uh, a lot of uh, instructors will say, uh, work through the pain. You will see how, uh, how much you gain. Or instructors will say, no, um, uh, there will be times of pain, so that's a good sign. No, that's a sign that the body's telling you, I've reached my limit, or please be careful. So you must listen to the body. And then you say, okay, let me stop for today. Um, that, that's how I reach my limit. Now, tomorrow I'll do it again. Um, I'll just do it for the same amount of time. And as you're building it, as you're building it week by week, you're seeing it, but now it becomes easier. I'm no more getting the chest pains. I'm breathing better. Uh, I'm, uh, it's, I'm more relaxed. So now your body's getting used to it. So your muscle, uh, the uh, muscle memory is kicking in and everything is now becoming tip top. So very importantly, schedule, schedule, schedule. Uncle Shafat? Jazakallah for that, Yusuf. And uh, yeah, when next time your instructor says, no pain, no gain, I say, hey, I refrain. Just tell them that. And sometimes, yeah, I heard it. Yusuf, no ways. Now, Yusuf, you know, another thing that, that we all take for granted, you know, we have cats, we have pets, we have our fish in the uh, in the fish tank, and then we have roosters, and we have hens and so forth. And we go and feed them, and we talk to our cats, and we they purr, and we rub them, and we whatever we give them, and they come and rub us too. Uh, you know, how important is it uh, to have uh, pets and uh, to feel that, uh, 
you know, the type of relief. And are pets really stress relievers, uh, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, uh, that is so true. You find that uh, even Nabi Sallallahu used to love cats. And uh, 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 he would actually cut uh, his soap in order not to disturb the sleep of uh, the cat. So subhanAllah, um, uh, uh, having a cat or having an animal around you, uh, it, it connects you to your humanity because it makes you feel that, okay, are there somebody that needs me? There's somebody that, uh, that relies on me and there's somebody that, uh, cre- uh, that gives me that comfort. What is so nice about animals, and especially when they they snuggle up to you and they saying, um, "Hi, uh, are you here to feed me?" They will only look at you when you when it's time for feeding. So, um, but uh, irrespective, uh, it gives you that uh, uh, the, 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 that state of uh, dependence. Some somebody is dependent on me, and uh, it gives you then uh, that uh, uh, opportunity to become benevolent and uh, charitable. Uh, it gives you that kind of ger- generosity comes out of you. And that's so beautiful. Alhamdulillah. So uh, th- that's what an animal does for you. Now, if the animal does that for you, why can't we have that same for human beings? And we should ask the Israelis that as well. Why don't they? So looking at how we as human beings are with one another, is a direct relation to how we are with animals. And if we look at animals as, um, uh, as like, for example, it's a sheep, uh, you're going to kurban it, uh, maybe in a few months' time or next year or two years' time, um, you, you care for it, you love it, you, 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 you grow to, it becomes part of your family and it, be, uh, and it grows to be part of the family. And uh, uh, now when it comes to Qurban, you feel that uh, uh, that disconnection uh, that I can't, I don't want to. Uh, you feel that, uh, um, uh, uh, how can I say, a loathing of that moment of taking the knife. SubhanAllah, that is how Allah has designed us so that we can have and build up that love and that connection with other beings. So may Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. I mean, and may we find the relief in being with those uh, that becomes dependent on us, not only family or loved ones, but also animals as well, inshallah. So, Shafat? No, absolutely, Yusuf, and I simply love my animals. Uh, Merun voices, assalamu alaikum. Uh, brother Yusuf, why do they tell us to drink less milk in our tea instead of add lemon or lime juice? Then you find other doctors telling you, no, you must have a lot of milk. It's good for calcium. It's good for your bones and all so forth. What is going on here, Brother Yusuf? What shall we do? Because we're getting so many conflicted messages. That's a top question, Yusuf. Yes, Uncle, it is, Uncle Shafat. Uncle, see, um, milk is very important for toddlers. It's not so important for uh, teenagers, and it's definitely not important for adults. Um, uh, Our body, uh, uh, we we become lactose intolerant as we grow older because uh, the uh, the lactic acid is not something that our body wants any longer, but we need calcium. So calcium is found in various different kinds of fruit, vegetables, mushrooms. Um, You find calcium in them. So uh, alhamdulillah, Allah grants us to achieve what we want, and uh, for example, I spoke to you uh, quite some time ago about the best calcium you find is uh, eggshells. 
and subhanallah, to having eggshells rather instead of uh, drinking a lot of milk, uh, you will see great benefit. Because um, as I said earlier, uh, when it comes to adults, milk doesn't have the same effect as when you're a baby. Because the milk in a baby's, uh, in a mother's milk, has more than just uh, uh, um, the lactose that the body needs. It has a lot of nutrients and a lot of uh, nourishment that helps the body. So alhamdulillah, it's needed then, not as you're getting older. Uh, in uh, getting older, you need to source it from your various foods uh, in your diet and ensure that you have enough calcium. Uncle Shafat? Well, I tell you, this evening you gave us a lot of uh, nourishment and a lot of antibiotics, but the halal kind, the <laughs> organic kind. Not that was <laughs> that is a compromise. Yusuf, uh, you know, I really enjoyed your company and uh, perhaps your parting words before we let you go. Well, Uncle Shafat, I say shukus to you for the opportunity and may Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. I mean, as we're leading to the month of Ramadan, let's focus on keeping the body healthy. I know, as you said, it was silly season. We were doing all the wrong things. Well, now it's time to uh, pull up our socks and saying now we are examples to our family and our loved ones. We making a difference and they will follow us, inshallah. I mean, so looking at eating healthy, uh, ensuring that you drink enough warm uh, water, uh, spring water, as I said, look for the right water. Don't just consume any water and think you're just drinking water. Um, uh, uh, let me quickly just go into that quickly. Drinking any type other than spring water is only water with no nourishment. It's filtered out. It has no good properties. You need to have spring water with properties so that the body can uh, get the electrolytes and get the right type of nourishment the body needs that you find in spring water. So may Allah guide us and protect us in looking at uh, uh, ensuring that we are more healthier for this Ramadan than we were ever before. And if you would like to get further information, feel free to chat to me, inshallah. I mean, I'm Yusuf Mali from Cape Town, and you can do that on WhatsApp uh, anytime. From Uncle Shafat, may Allah make it easy upon you. Have a wonderful, awesome evening, and shukran for the opportunity to be with you. Jazakallah khaira, Yusuf. Oi, all our listeners got your number. They know your number. And you have a, mashallah, and a beautiful evening ahead. I will talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ma as-salama ila al-iqa. Yeah, our Yusuf Mahdi there keeping us up to speed. And a big jazakallah khaira to you, you, and you for sending in all those wonderful questions. Uh, thank you. Okay, uh, Lo Carlo. I'm not going to thank you because we're going to still carry on after the uh, Isha Azan. So let's go for the Isha Azan.